Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Pugh. Got with me as usual, Laura Kessel. And Laura, this is the our 20th, I'd say anniversary, because we haven't been doing this for 20 years, but the 20th show of Frasier we've done. Uh, I know. It's progressing, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so we've... Um, and I got a film we're going to argue about this, which is good. I, I can see some people out there saying... Lori and Chris are too chummy with their ideas. Well, that may end today uh, because today we're talking about 40 something. And Laura, I know you're a little bit older than me, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm feeling this episode for many I, ways. I have to say, the first thing that I wrote is memory problems wait until he turns 50. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's not even just memory problems. It's like, Everything just sort of like when you turn fifty, everything sort of just drops. Yes. <laughs> Your skin, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know everything. So well, there was a portion of the episode like where Marty goes up to Fraser and is like, "Let me ask you a couple of questions." And like, you know, do you do you ache when you wake up and everything? And I'm like, "Yes, yes, yes." I was answering yeah. along, and I'm like, "I shouldn't be really excited about saying yes. I should be, you know, depressed." But yeah. I liked, uh, also, he said, can you eat a piece of pizza after whatever whatever time he said? And he's like, what's on the pizza? Yes. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Um, so let's get to the episode. So we get this, uh, you know, it starts as usual in the radio studio. And Frazier, man, you'd think he might be having a stroke or something because Frazier, yeah. he's not himself. He's forgetting stuff. He's forgetting Roz's name. Yeah. And everyone's all freaked out a little bit. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm starting to feel the middle age. Maybe I'm not even middle age anymore. Maybe I'm thinking past middle age. But, um, man, it seemed like Frazier was having a bad day. I mean, I, I felt that, but I haven't felt that as much as Frazier had. Yeah. You know, I I have to say, I had, I changed my, I changed jobs. Right. Um. I think I was 48. Okay. 47, 48. Um, Sounds right. And I, I came, I went to work in Canton after 17 years at another paper. Mm -hmm. And my biggest concern, my biggest concerns were answering the phone. Oh yeah. (laughs) And saying the wrong paper. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So my first day at the, at the repository, I wrote a little note to myself mm. that said repository on it. <laughs> Do you think it was because you were in this 40-something age that I'm at and Frazier was that in the episode? Or do you think it was just more of, you know, we get in this routine. Repetition, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, it was just, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to make a fool out of myself, to be honest right. with you. You know what I mean? Right. Um, because you know the people where I work now are very very proud of their area, and they should yes. be. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on there. There's a lot of stuff that has gone on, on over the years. You know, so and then you know, learning people's names was a big deal. You know, oh yeah. Um, you know, having to, you know, we had um, there were two Kellys, one with an I, one yeah. with a Y. So, you know, I had to play little games in my head. So I remembered who was who, you know, um, you know, it was, 
it was a challenge. And let me tell you, I mean, it, I mean, I don't know how much of it was, you know, the rote memory from the 17 years at another place or age, you know, I mean, let's admit it was a lot <clears throat> probably age. <laughs> well, but that's what I'm trying to figure out too, because I get forgetful, but I think sometimes it's like more stress, which I think you can have even if you're 25, let alone my age. Yeah. Because I know sometimes, oh my goodness, I mean, like I, I told you I'm volunteering at a church and I go there and I don't remember names and they know me. You know, I walk in, hey, Chris, how you doing? And I'm like, hey, you, you know, all that yeah. stuff. Uh, we're gonna, we also talked about Seinfeld. It was almost like the, you know, where Seinfeld forgot his girlfriend's or, or d didn't know his girlfriend's name. <laughs> so he was trying to guess it. And there was a lot of hey, yous and awkwardness going on. Yes. And yes, I'm not dating anybody there, but I mean, I don't know the names. And, you know, it's awkward when somebody knows your name, but you don't know their mm -hmm. name. It gets really weird to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, and, you know, you you get to the point where you know all those things that Marty said were incredibly true. I mean, oh yeah, I right probably away. it was probably you know twenty years ago when I started making noises when I sat down. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, a lot of it was probably me being you know a you know a little bit of a joker, you know, but now it's a thing. Now it's an now it's an yeah. actual requirement for me to make that noise. <laughs> The hard thing for me, and I, I've adopted, but being the age I'm at, and yeah, there's older people than me that have babies, I, I know, but man, chasing around kids when you're older and you don't, you don't move like you used to, that, that makes it tough. Oh my goodness. I don't like that part. Or chasing around the dog or something. Oh, it, yeah. it's tough. But yeah, so Frazier's kind of, and I don't know, maybe at the beginning of the show is more stress too. Because, you know, when you start forgetting stuff, you freak out, you know. And, yeah. um, you know, when he thought he forgot Ross's birthday. I mean, you know, that, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're 20 episodes in. So at some point he has to realize that she's screwing with him, you know. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> but if you forget, you know, you don't yeah. know. You're like, is she screwing with me or am I just really forgetting? I'm, oh, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it, it's tough. And, you know, Frazier comes home and. You know, he's trying to play the piano, uh, the song on the piano. He doesn't know the song. And, you know, and that's where we talked about a few minutes back about how uh, Marty has that discussion with him. And, and, you know, he's answering yes to everything. He's like, hey, you're getting old. So he goes to the clothes store, and you know, he's trying to find some new clothes. And he gets excited when uh, he meets somebody, young woman, and uh, there's a lot of questions. You know, is she really impressive him? Does she like him? Or, you know, hey, you know, it's typical for sometimes young women to flirt with guys in order to get maybe a better tip or to yeah. get more sales, you know? Yeah. As Marty said, she's on commission. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but as we find out, it's not true, you know? Right. I don't know if I've... And again, I'm happily married, so I'm not sitting here like, hey, this is what happened. I go to the clothes store and get hit on by people. <laughs> yeah. I... I can sense it sometimes that, you know, some people would do that to you, you know, like for, uh, you know, a bigger sales or a bigger tip or anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I got to be honest with you, Laura. Any more? Um, you know, we're in 2021. 
obviously there's a lot of things that we're taking a lot more seriously than maybe we took in 80 or 90 or anything. I get freaked out when I talk to young young people. Like I, I've met with younger reporters recently, and I'm sitting here. I'm really guarding my words carefully because I'm like, I, I can't joke around. I don't want to say anything improper. So it's not that I'm afraid of being flirted with. I'm almost afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing, even inadvertently. So I don't know. Yeah, you and you know the thing, the thing I always think about with younger reporters and younger employees is that <laughs> they know more than me. Oh, yeah. About a lot of the stuff that we work in now, simply because they had exposure to it from the time they were little kids, you know? Yeah. I mean, they were on the internet doing searches in kindergarten, probably. I mean, that's a slight exaggeration, but maybe not. I don't know. Right. But, I mean, I didn't do my first internet search until I was in my 30s, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, we didn't didn't have... uh, we didn't have email at work for quite a while at my last job. I mean, we didn't need it at that time. It was brand new. It was, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you know, you wonder how you, how you survived without it that long. <laughs> have you ever felt, and I gotta be careful when I ask this because again, we're both married. Have you ever felt like I was trying to think of there's ever a time when I was dating if I ever felt like, man, I would like to date this person much younger than me or much older than me. I, I'm not against it. Like I wasn't like, I don't think it's gross or weird or wrong or anything. I don't think I've ever felt that way. No, not really. I haven't. Yeah. I mean, unless it's George Clooney, but he's not, yes. he's not yes. that much older than me. <laughs> we, I, I've got to ask you a question. You brought it up. Let's detour from Fraser real quick because I've scheduled a half hour. He's 60. Sorry. Yes. I'm 55. Well, it's in the news. So so I've got to ask you that question. And obviously, people could be listening to this Fraser podcast 40 years from now. Who knows? But I've got to ask you because I got an argument at work about this today. And I'm having a half hour podcast with some guys tonight. And I don't know what they think. Maybe they agree with, with the selection, but I, I think it's bunk. Sexiest man alive. Yes, Paul Rudd was named. I think it was yesterday. Is the sexiest man alive? I mean, he's. What's it, was, up it was announced last night on Colbert, I guess. Okay. Um, he's he's an attractive guy, you know. He's kind of. Sorry, he's kind oh, of every man, you know. He's you know if you look at the cover, of the magazine. That has the you know the you know the title on it or whatever you call it. Um, he does look very good. <laughs> okay. Um, but like the pictures that they've been showing, I, you know maybe they're trying to be mean. <laughs> you know, but I mean I I don't mind it actually. I mean there's other people I've minded. You know. I, I mean, of course I can't think of who they are, but. Being so attractive woman, we talked about, I think it was like the last week where we talked about Bucky Dent, and <laughs> I think me and Craig were stunned that you thought Bucky oh, Dent was yeah. gorgeous or whatever, but I, I don't know. I mean, there's probably a lot of worse choices in the world than Paul Rudd. Like, I'm not saying it's, oh my goodness, this is just outrageously crazy. <laughs> I, I, I just feel maybe we need every man, you know, maybe not this amazing, unbelievable hunk or whatever, but it's like I, I don't know. I mean, 
<laughs> I've learned in life I can't be outraged by everything. I mean, it's fun to be outraged, I say, quote, for a podcast, but I mean, I didn't lose sleep over this or anything else like that. So, <laughs> not yet, anyway. Uh, so, you're pro. Yeah, I know. Sleep has not come yet. So, when sleep comes, I will not have sleep because of this Paul Rudd thing. Uh, so, you're okay with this election. I and mean, you're a woman. I am. You're okay. I hope. Um... I do hope that there's some level of fun with it because um, I'm trying to remember um, Matt Damon. Um, oh yeah, that's what it is. Matt Damon, George Clooney was named sexiest man alive twice. Okay. And Matt Damon followed George Clooney. Um, George George Clooney's second time was 2006, and Matt Damon was 2007, and um, they are like supposed to be really really good friends, and so it became this you know thing about you know how dare they replace me with you know Matt Damon and you know stuff yeah. like that. So I'm hoping that there's some fun with it at least you know, um, like we, there's got- you know, there's a lot of people who are. Who do have fun with it, you know? We got to talk sometime about what the selection process is. I mean, I have no idea. You yeah. know, here in Ohio, we're in the midst of like these college football rankings, and yeah. Ohio State's up there, and Cincinnati's up there. The two yeah. Ohio teams play. To be honest with you, I've always thought that it had something to do with um, the uh, like if they have something coming out. Yeah, yeah, you know because. It, they Paul Rudd does have something coming out. So okay, so it can't be if like Paul Rudd starts wearing hideously out fashion clothes that his stock will go down, like in the power rankings, or if yeah. you know, or or if Clooney, I don't know if Clooney disfigures himself in some accident or something, his power rankings go down or whatever the case may be. So it's tough. I I don't know these things bother me today. So but I'll let go. But but I guess Paul Rudd. Yeah, you know, he was in This Is 40. I mean, he's getting to be an older guy. Maybe Paul Rudd's having some of these thoughts that Frazier had in the episode, trying to get this back to uh, Frazier. Um, he's 52. I, Rudd? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's older than you think. Um, he's been around for a long time. I put the link oh, yeah. on the chat if you wanted to look at it. Sure. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's like it's the list of all of them, but, you know, just keep going down. Yeah. He's at the bottom. Man, Paul Rudd's. Oh no, actually, his picture might be at the top. Now that I think about it, but the pick, the cover of the magazine is at the bottom. I I think that's a sign that we're getting old because a lot of these people that we've watched over our years, you know, Mm -hmm. our ages, are not getting old. I I was shocked. I'm not a huge fan of any politician right now, but I read somewhere Nancy Pelosi was 80, and I guess that shouldn't surprise me. But that stumped me. I don't know why, but it did. Um, so I don't know this whole thing with Frazier and the girl and everything. Obviously, typical Frazier style, he's freaked out. He doesn't know what to do. Do I or don't I or anything? Yeah. I don't, you know, maybe she just went for it, but obviously there was something holding him back. Well, she's 22. Yeah. Um, she's 22, that, she's not 16. I mean, if she's 16, there'll be enough other problems. And the other thing, um, that I thought was interesting was, um, we've said this a couple times, is 
excuse me, in the first 20 episodes about, oh, he's not much of a psychiatrist, you know, if he did this, you know, and he even said it himself this time, you know, I'm, what kind of psychiatrist am I if I didn't see that you were having father issues? <laughs> right. And, you know. But was she having father issues or was she just trying to avoid the embarrassment? Because, you know, Fraser was know. trying to get out and she's like, oh, well, hey, I thought I was down. And then, you know, for, uh, you know, sometimes you use that excuse, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm afraid of my piece of father issues or stuff like that. I don't know. I thought she was a nice girl. I mean, I understand with the age difference sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's like you're dealing with a totally different phase of life, and sometimes it's hard for those relationships to work. I, I don't know. I mean, and again, this is part of it being a comedy. But, you know, I think, once again, Frazier kind of overthought it, and you know, I mean, it's one thing. He wasn't, like, proposing marriage or anything. It was just, hey, go out on a date. Start dating, see what happens, you know? Yeah. Can you imagine if you would have brought her home to, and uh, Niles was there? And, oh, yes. That would have been very tough. We I mean, already <laughs> saw her, so it shouldn't be that much of a shock. <laughs> yeah, it, it's different. But, you know, I understand what Fraser's going through because, again, if I was dating and I was dating a much younger, or who knows, maybe a much older woman. It's it's hard. I, I think there's a lot we can learn from uh, other generations, but I don't know. Dating would be hard for me. <laughs> it's one thing to have that friendship where you can share life experiences and everything, but having a romantic relationship would be kind of tough. I never know. Yeah. So, I know. so one other thing that yeah. marked down to that I felt, you know, as an aging person, I put up air quotes, but I shouldn't, um, that the part where um, Marty was talking about, wasn't this such and such uh, department store before this? And Fraser's like, I have no idea. And um, Marty said, yeah, you could buy, and I think this is the three things, a sweater, popcorn, in a quart of oil. Yes. In that oh, he also said lingerie. You see? Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it was lingerie, popcorn, and you know, but it was a, like a tool and something else. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't catch it all. But um, I. I have to say that I really felt that because yeah. I. It wasn't my first job. My first job was I worked three months at Wendy's. Mm -hmm. And then I left Wendy's and went to work at Sears. Oh, and okay. so my, I worked at Sears on and off for like six years, you know, through college and before I found my first job and all that. And um, I worked in like unbelievably varied departments. You know, I worked, you know, they used to have what, what they called cash wraps, which was like yeah. a big thing where you had four registers and lines and everything. And then I worked in popcorn, <laughs> so candy and popcorn. Mm -hmm. um, I worked in um, sporting goods, toys. I mixed paint. <laughs> so yeah. I really felt that, you know. And my Sears was torn down about uh, two years ago, I want to say now. Maybe three. Oh, wow. COVID, maybe three years. Yeah. And then when I saw that, it was like, it was like, oh. You know, a piece of me, you know, died with it, you know? Yeah. It's just, you know, I've never, I never understood why people stop shopping 
at the places that they stop shopping at. You know what I mean? So, you know, I felt that. I felt that moment with Marty, you know? Yeah, and I think everyone, like, if we got 100 people to answer that question that you lined up, mm -hmm. everyone probably had different answers. I, I can tell you for me, with two special needs kids, you can't bring kids into the store. Yeah. I mean, I, I told my wife, we were talking about this the other day, I'm like, I don't know if we can ever, the four of us, go in the store. And it sounds scary, but to be honest with you, like right now, Walmart, you can pick up stuff, you know, drive, dr pick up order and everything. And we're like, hey, that's a little bit better. But mm -hmm. it, yeah, it, it's very, it's very tough how things have <laughs> changed with that. Um, mm -hmm. We got a few minutes. A couple of comments that stuck out to me. Um, I, I thought it was funny at the beginning, the um, caller that um, Fraser was trying to help out. Um, she, her husband, <laughs> had an urn with her wife's ashes. You know, on the um, in the bedroom. Uh, yes. <laughs> wow. You know who that was? Who's that? Reba McIntyre. Oh, well, oh, the woman on the phone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. And then she broke the urn, which is even funnier. <laughs> I can't think of, I mean, you know, we've had parents, you know, that have lost, you know, we've lost parents and everything. I can't, and yeah, I don't want to say too much about my mom online live, but I can't imagine anything like that. I don't think my dad's ashes were in the bedroom someplace. Now, my mom hasn't remarried or anything, but. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that seems to be quite the problem to have, I would imagine. And then also, I thought this was kind of fun. Uh, well, maybe not fun, but it, it, this hit home for me. I guess this is the line hit home. Um, you know, Fraser was complaining about his age. I'm feeling old and everything. And, it's like, and you know, Marty says something about, oh, well, what, what must it be like for me to have a son that's middle age? Mm -hmm. And that struck home because... Usually when I call my mom, I just start complaining about how old I am and how old I feel and everything. And mom's like, hey, I'm like, I can't believe I'm 46. And I didn't think this would happen and everything. And she's like, well, how's it feel? I have a son that's 46. It's got a, it's a little depressing for me, you know? So yeah. it's tough. So I don't know. So you seem to be a big fan of uh, Carrie was the character's name in the show. It wasn't so much the character; it was the the girl. I didn't like her voice; was annoying. Okay, I know very petty, but right, you get. Um, I think we need to talk about one thing that happened in this episode. That oh. every time I watched it, okay, even in the days before we were this far in the series, okay. when Bulldog knocked on Fraser's head. Yes, yes, that to me was just pure comedy. Yeah. I mean, he hit him so hard. You could just, you could hear how hard he was hitting him. Yeah. Know? I just yeah. thought that was so funny, you know? I wonder how many takes it took the guy. I wonder. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a lot of laughter if that. I know. Anytime, uh, head comedy can be fun. I remember uh, auditioning for a play in high school, and I naively auditioned for the main character. I got a role in the, the play, but wasn't his main character. And, I was auditioning with a, a girl that was very small. So um, I patted her on the hand, the head because I was like the, what do you call it, the, the mass crusader. And I just said, hey, they're a little girl. And uh, everyone laughed for like 10 minutes and kind of broke up everybody. So, yeah, anytime you can have jokes about knocking somebody's head or patting somebody's head, it really, it really works. Yeah. So, all right. That was classic. 
Well, let's look at what we're going to talk about next week. Man, uh, 21. Season 1, episode 21. Um, isn't that the one where they go on the road trip? Yes. yes. That's a great one. Yep, their first road trip together. So, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a subpar episode this week, but uh, next week should be better with their first road trip. And we're almost getting into season one. Uh, we also talked about Seinfeld. We'll record that in a few minutes. Uh, but yeah, season one of Frasier was a longer one than Seinfeld, where Seinfeld were just blowing through him real quick. Um, so. I have to say, the the next next week's episode is one of the things that makes me laugh a lot in this episode. Is okay. Daphne and her American yes. accent. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. She's hilarious. Sure. Sure. <laughs> some, sure. Immig some immigration problems. Man, this was probably 30 years before its time. I mean, yeah. if they redid that episode, maybe it should be like a shot for shot remake. Obviously, Marty's not around anymore, but they reboot Fraser. Just remake it, but maybe add in some references to current times. So, you know, you got fun with the immigration episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, Daphne's from Britain, so that may not be as much of a problem as if yeah. <laughs> Daphne was from Saudi Arabia, another country. Yeah, but exactly. hey, we're not going to talk about politics here. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Well, that'd be great. While well, I'm looking forward to that, we're going to be talking about it. Uh, Laura's on vacation this week. I. Yeah. Um. She had some couch references, like she was telling me that she was going from one side of the couch to the other. So yes, my, that was my destination for vacation. Okay, hey, did that work? Are you still on the right side of the couch? Um, kinda. I've been okay. laying down a lot because I haven't really been feeling great this week. Yes, but, that could be another show in itself. <laughs> the, <yeah>. the uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. Yeah, I, I gotta talk to you a little bit about that. I'm I'm, I'm still a little bit. <laughs> I'm not sure how to react to it because I'm looking at doing what Laura did this week too. So it'll be good. You know, we'll leave submission. People are like, what did Laura do that Chris needs to do? It'll be interesting. So, all right. Well, thanks for checking out the We Miss Marty podcast. As you know, tons of our content on on our um, network here. Um, I won't go over everything right now, but. Um, Really excited. Uh, we want to get some more Ohio talk. Over the past couple weeks, we've had Megan Henry and Danny King from the Columbus Dispatch on. Uh, they've been Megan Henry wanted to talk football, Laura. We were talking Browns Bengals. Uh, Megan's a big Bengals fan, so she wanted to kind of go over what happened on Sunday. So it, it was interesting. And um, thanks to Kelly Leck Lecker um, from the uh, Columbus Dispatch. Uh, we have Ohioan episodes, some of them, not all, on the Columbus Dispatch website. <laughs> yeah, we, we probably won't see Seinfeld for the time being, but we'll see what happens in the future. But uh, you can catch some of my interviews with Danae King on with some of her stories on the Dispatch website. So check those out, too. Support local journalism. Support Laura. And have a great day. <laughs> Thanks for checking out. Uh, we miss Marty. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope to learn more about 
our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.